We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to a bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here along with our partner in crime, Mr. Kent Mullins. He's been on the show, I don't even know, Doug, getting close to a dozen times. But Kent, uh, we've talked about Universal the last couple weeks. Disney's not open. So I said, Doug, we need to talk to someone who's been to SeaWorld. And lo and behold, you've been to SeaWorld a couple times. So we are going to be, we're going to be good. I know it's a Disney podcast, but we're going to be, you know, okay for first time ever. We're going to talk SeaWorld for a few minutes. So Kent, welcome to the show and uh, talk about Shamu for us. How's it going, my friends? Good. Going good. So SeaWorld's interesting. Um, <laughs> and that's the show if, if you haven't been on twitter and watching SeaWorld, it is nothing like universal's opening so it can't just how what why did you go to SeaWorld? what inspired you to go to SeaWorld? i i got a friend that said hey i can get you in very cheaply and i said i got nothing else going on today why not i've been to SeaWorld in five six years so i was like let's go and, um, again, it's, it's an interesting, interesting place, especially right now. Uh, it's, it's very interesting. So let's talk about, I know with Universal, they're keeping social distance. They're keeping masks on. Uh, what is it like with uh, what's going on with COVID over at SeaWorld? So I don't think there are enough people at SeaWorld to begin with right now. Um, there's nobody there. It was a ghost town. It's, it's weird. Um, I've never seen crowds in Orlando anywhere like that. Like there's probably more people. And I say this cause I actually really do like SeaWorld in a lot of ways, but there are probably more people at like the, you know, the little off I drive park than mm. there is at SeaWorld. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, it's interesting. They're, uh, they're running basically two rides at all the rides they have just because I heard that full-time staff is all they brought back right now. So they can't operate everything. But again, and that's and that's that's me trying to just a negative bit of what's going on there. But the positive stuff is is if you love their their animal encounters and watching those those animals, it's it's a it's a really is a beautiful place. But the COVID things a non a non thing. Like people don't, you know, I, I see on Twitter people make such a big deal out of it and how it just these photos get taken and say, look at these people. But the majority of people are are on board. They're wearing masks. Most of the time, do some people wear them under their nose? And yes, of course, it's going to be impossible to police, but it's not the big deal, I think, even at Universal either, that people have tried to make it out to be online. This so just me being honest. Crazy that Twitter finds one or two pictures and goes hysterical. I and it gets retweeted guessed. and people comment. Yeah, it goes nuts. And and it's funny because I've seen the cast. What I'm not. What do you call the? Team members, SeaWorld team. I don't know. Are there team members like Universal? Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. Fish friends. Fish friends. Fish friends. Hashtag fish friends. Someone do it. 
like and I saw it both ways with the mask. Like I saw this one employee who was like over aggressive mask enforcer, you know, the like lady that was like real mean and it was like, put your mask on. And then I've seen like, you know, the waiter that brought out food, like not have a mask on or like was wearing the mask on her chin over the food. And I was like, okay. So it's just been an interesting dynamic across the board. Are they still doing shows? I know that's been a big thing with people being able to sit by each other. Yeah. It, the shows, they are doing shows. The The three major shows are running the dolphin show, the sea lion show and the orca encounter, you know, um, it, everything's taken a big educational turn there. It's mm-hmm. not more the fancy productions because of, you know, the, you know, after Blackfish and all that, it's still gone that, that route. But they're doing every other section in those stadiums. If you've ever been, it's like big stadium seating mm-hmm. and all of them. They're doing every other section in every other row. And the Shamu Stadium, I swear there, there's maybe 150 people in there oh. spread out over the whole thing. Like it, it just, and that was for the last show of the night, you know, which is usually the big show that like is packed every night at SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. The last show of the night literally had 150 people in it. What was so that you, there? You Saturday? can't touch can't touch somebody if you try. No, there's yeah. no way. Like there's no way. And then the other kicker is, which is was really bad, is they're doing this like assign leaving. So they have somebody come by with a flag that gives your section permission to leave. Oh. Much like when you're at a wedding to go get yeah. food at the buffet. But do you have like, to give them a hug? This section can leave the stadium now. Now this section can leave. So, like, leaving a stadium takes, like, 30 minutes for 150 people. I can see the reasoning behind it, but I can see that also being the first thing to go. Yeah. So there was this picture on Twitter from inside the Shamu Stadium where they're like, look how close everybody is together. But it was taken, like, down the row. So your depth perception in the picture is basically non-existent. You know, it's... It's kind of like a, a picture of the Tour de France where they're riding up a steep grade, but it looks level. You know, like, you can't tell in a picture. So, good and to hear, Kent. Good to hear. Context is everything. Like, is that a big group of family that came together? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and so there's 10 of them or 15 of them next to each other because they're one big family that came together? Well, so, I had social distance from my family, so. We all try, trust me. But. Yeah. And I will say this, I got to hand it to, it's a big shout out, big plus for SeaWorld. Like, high-end craft beer, the entire park. Ooh! Like, like high-end craft beer. Like, you know, it used to be Bud Light, Budweiser products, and that would be it. You can get the good stuff anywhere. It's 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 really oh. well done as far as the craft beer goes around there. There's the important announcement of the there day. There you go, craft beer everywhere. See, they got to draw people in somehow after the documentary and now with COVID. Uh, I don't see SeaWorld numbers being what they used to be. Yeah, yeah no, not at all. It's a struggle. I got, I got the annual pass for all four, like the the Busch Gardens, SeaWorld, Aquatica, and then the Busch Gardens water park. I don't even know what that one's called. But There's you're an like, annual pass holder. Yeah, hundred and forty dollars or something for the year. Oh my but, gosh, that's cheap. Yeah, it's like okay. So, and that's like platinum. So that gets like preferred parking and everything. It's like wow. the high end one. Well, I mean, Disney's not open, so people who love theme parks need a place to go. And so I, I'm sure there are plenty of people in the area thinking about checking out SeaWorld again. You hadn't been for five years, so what's your impression uh, with that time lapse? Uh. I mean, it's pretty much like you remembered it. Some things are a little better. Um, but again, most of it's the same. Um, it's a low-key, chill, 
you know, if you got there at open, you could get out by three o'clock and probably have seen pretty much everything. The roller coasters, like they're doing the weird, I don't say it's weird, but they're doing like, you know, like, like one group per row. So like if it's two people per row, you know, they won't fill the entire car. They're like cleaning them after every like three runs or something. So they're getting through 20% of the capacity than they normally would hold. So everything's just been ground to a halt. Like there was nobody there. And rides, you're literally having to wait 45 minutes for the one roller coaster that was open. So, hmm. but all in all, it's a good time if you're looking to kill, you know, cheaply for theme park wise, three quarters a day. You could well, do you it. You said two roll. What roller coasters are open? I know they have like the Kraken so, and uh, Stingray or Mantle, whatever it is. Mako. Mako. Which I rode for the first time, which is the only one I hadn't done yet, which was, that was a great coaster. I absolutely loved it. Um, loved Mako. Um, the other nothing that was the only coaster running. Okay. That and their new water ride, Infinity Falls, were running. That was pretty much it. And the kitty rides in Sesame Street Land. You didn't, which I didn't do that? No. <laughs> Height requirements. Uh see, Derek and I can ride those. Yeah. Adults can actually get on all those rides. Oh, I wait, okay. Just in case I come up with some crazy challenge to do. But um I actually thought Sesame Street Land was kind of cool though. For it's kid well land. But yeah. It's all interactive and like the characters talk to you and stuff. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I can see kids who watch it all the time, like absolutely loving it. So, little known fact here: I am, I have been one one time. I was a Sea World annual pass holder in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know you I, lived in San Antonio. I didn't. We went for uh, two days, and it was cheaper to get the annual pass for everybody. For one day, because it also covered parking. Oh, I was geez. like, and a food discount. And I was like, well, why do they even sell one day tickets when it's cheaper to get an annual pass with all? Like, it was insane. So I still get emails from them. I cannot get off the email list. So They're if somebody begging from you to come World back. Is listening. If you could remove me from your email list, I might come back. So I will also add this in the, the bars again, the craft beer. Go to the bar. They were doing happy hour. Buy one, get one free, and you got your pass holder discount on top of that. Ooh, wow! So like beers were like like craft beer is like seven bucks, and it was buy one get one free, and then ten percent off. Of that's that. so that's off. ridiculously cheap. That might be the best place to drink in Orlando right now. It, it it really was like I was I was crazy impressed with with that end of it. Oh, there we go. Gives you a reason to go. Someone's listening to this show right now, and they're like. Huh, maybe I will go to SeaWorld. The aquariums are cool. Like, I will say their aquariums are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do like the aquariums. Well, that's that's all I can think of for SeaWorld. It's open. Yeah. I think that's the other big thing. It, it is open right now. People who really want to get to a theme park or in Orlando or vacationing, some of those vacation club things in the area, people had to go down. So the, there are a couple theme parks open right now. Yeah, yeah. get out and do it. Get up. So, there you go. There you go. Bonus. Awesome episode there we go we finally did it doug we'd never talked about sea world officially on the show we did it's not even a full episode we got like 10 minutes there you go and we basically ran out of steam there we're we did like, I'm like i don't know what else to talk I, I about i guess we're done all right hey, we need kent the utility man he can come in and talk about random orlando well, stuff what's Let's funny is up. well no i saw your picture on twitter of you at sea world and i was like doug we need to get kent back we, on the show we're having the same thought at the same time i'm like Yep. All right. Let's get it done. And now we're going to talk to Kent 
for our next show, which is a trip report. So make sure you guys check that out later yes. this week. There we go, Ken. Thanks for being on and talking about SeaWorld. And definitely uh, let us know the next time you're uh, back at SeaWorld and tag us in some pictures. Sounds good, man. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio. Be sure to check out our sponsors, BackToTheMouse.com and Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen. Their information is in the show notes. And feel free to leave us a review. But for Kent and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to the SeaWorld edition of Rope Drop Radio.